Inherently Happy, Episode 246, Empath, Happy. First, the Happy Creed. We believe in happy, in balance and growth, of being mindful and grateful, compassionate and understanding. Yowza ha ha, my happy friends. Empathy is being able to feel another's pain, to know it as your own. Sympathy is merely being able to understand it, have an inkling. Like that time something similar happened to you or someone you know. Empathy can be developed from a base of sensitivity. It can be nurtured. And it can also be the result of trauma and abuse. It may become a survival tactic. If you're around people with unpredictable mood swings, being able to attune and read the room before things blow up can be helpful. My dad was what you might call quick to anger. From calm to spitting mad in less time than it takes to even turn around to see what happened. As such, it always puts you on guard for he could snap at any time. My brother was what you might call bossy. He expected, nay, demanded obedience and wasn't afraid to dole out physical punishment to make his point. My mother was what you might call strict. She had a sense of manners and morality that she insisted be adhered to and wasn't afraid to employ corrective measures to achieve conformity. My sister was what you, was what you might call judgy. She had a sense of self-righteousness that she expected everyone to accept and wasn't afraid to withhold affection to prove her position. But rather than shrinking my heart, it made it catch fire burning my skin until it was open and raw and I felt every ripple of emotion around me. It became to be too much and so I retreated from the world as best I could. I kept my own heart company with made-up tales of compassionate, understanding people and maybe a few about mean people getting the punishments I so longed to visit upon them myself. I tried to meet new people but always expected them to ultimately prove unreliable and unfriendly. Solitary confinement only really hurts for the first few years. Then you get used to it, until you almost prefer it. Well, you prefer it to concerted acts of cruelty anyway. You'll peek outside for nice people, sure, and help them in any way you can. But then you could catch a glimpse of someone being mean, which sets your heart afire once more and you risk getting burned by it all over again. When people say you need to get a thicker skin to survive the cruelty of the world, they really just mean you have to shrink your heart to leave a bigger gap between it and those who may attack it. I learned at a young age that the world could be cruel a lesson I kept learning for years to come, until the only things that could surprise me anymore were acts of kindness for their rarity. 
It makes you sensitive to any and all tremors of aggression, long before they build into explosive force, kind of like how animals can sense earthquakes. I sense mood quakes. I can sense the struggle and can either avoid the epicenter or try to save as many as I can from disaster. Having an unpredictable and emotionally risky family made me a people pleaser with some hidden resentments at always having to be wary of others. Nobody ever seemed to care how I was doing as long as I didn't upset them. Then they were fine with me being upset. The cemetery at the end of my street at midnight became my safe place. 50 acres of absolute solitude in a town of 60,000. I tried to talk to the dead, but just like the living, they didn't really seem to care. Now, before you consider me a sad sack, you should note that I was a sad sack for years. Then a madman before finally becoming happy. <laughs> which is an ongoing thing. I am ever becoming happy, trying to find balance and growth in my life and adapt to ever-changing circumstances. But I get not having any safe spaces. And so I can relate to others who feel like misfits, oddballs, weirdos, people who get excluded, derided, judged, mistreated, maligned, neglected, abused, told they're wrong, or bad, or not enough, or too much. I get it, and I feel it, and I'm here to say you're not the only one, and your frustrations and disappointments and dark thoughts are completely understandable. But just like others shouldn't have taken it out on you, you mustn't let them turn you into them. Don't get me wrong, I would love to see some truly mean people get their comeuppance. But that's a full-time job. And I choose to try to improve the world through being nice rather than adding more meanness to it, even in the service of what some may call justice. I still know quite a few people who think it's fine to vent their anger at me when I ask them for something, to make it clear that any help I seek from them is done so only under duress, and I should consider myself lucky that they begrudgingly oblige. And yet, when they ask for my help, I do it without the bile, or making them feel bad, thinking that maybe they'll take my example. But they don't. I've tried to gently show people what it means to be a helpful friend. But they don't always get it. I tend to seek friendships with other outsiders because I can relate to them best. And as long as they aren't mean to me, then I don't much care what it is that qualifies them as an outsider. The disenfranchised, the misrepresented, the misunderstood, the shunned, the discriminated against, even the downright hated through no fault of their own. As long as they aren't mean, then I can hang and I can help. Because thanks to having very little when I was young, I got pretty good at helping myself and feeling good about it.
and then paying it forward in my own happy way. Ha <laughs> ha. Yowza.